The Capital Ideas Podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin. Investment professionals reveal their best mentors, how they find their next great idea, and a few funny stories. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. American Funds Distributors, Inc. The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor Q&B. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com. Jeremy Stevens, he is the chief China economist at Standard Bank, joining uh, from Beijing. Jeremy, thanks for being with us. I'm looking at the new uh, COVID cases just reported from the government um, where you are, 31,987, uh, I'm sorry. So we're at a new record. This is really going to hold back the economy quite a bit, isn't it? Uh, hi, Doug. Yes, and happy Thanksgiving. Totally, you're totally right. But I think this is just the tip of the iceberg, to tell you the truth. Um, there's there's obviously been quite a lot of confusion on the ground here in China, but there's been, as far as I can tell, a clear change in the attitude of the government towards COVID and the pandemic. And the goal is quite clearly no longer to grind back to zero each pocket of infection. And instead, what they aim to do is metabolize as many new cases as possible at a rate that doesn't overwhelm the healthcare facilities. And the issue is, of course, these thresholds are very much unknown. They're still working them out. The time horizon is very uncertain as well. And there's additional confusion because the exact same tools that they use to grind the cases to zero are going to be the tools that they use to try and maintain what they believe to be is a healthy uh, rate of infection. Um, but these numbers are going to look quaint at some point. To put it in perspective, in the last month, China's had about 370,000 cases of mm -hmm. COVID, asymptomatic and symptomatic. And at that rate, they would probably have about 4.4 million cases by the end of next year. And really, in reality, they need 20 times that, 30 times that. So we're seeing a shift, and it's how people digest that change uh, is going to take time. And the path ahead is very uncertain. So maybe no change on the policy front when it, where it applies to zero COVID, but I'm thinking a shift on monetary policy. Are you thinking that maybe we're going to get a, let's say, a triple R cut today? I know it would be largely a symbolic measure, but are authorities in Beijing concerned that uh, to the extent that they're going to begin applying a lot more stimulus? Well, so yes, on the triple R cut, almost definitely. Um, in terms of rate cuts, probably not because of the deviation in policy rates between the US and China and what the impact that may be on um, the currency and capital outflows. Uh, but they'll certainly be leaning towards making sure that there's ample liquidity inside the financial system. But the issue is that the demand for loans is relatively low. And so they, what, what they say is they're pushing on a string, right? Mm. It's, it's not necessarily going to change the fundamental dynamics. The issue China has is that business sentiment and consumer sentiment are at all-time lows. And in terms of the records kept, it's the lowest they've been since 1990. They tanked in 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 april of this year and they really haven't recovered um they've got significant issues as all your listeners know with the property sector um 
I'm watching very carefully what's happening with manufacturing investment because that's been sort of leading the party this year. But the reality is I'm not seeing a lot of evidence of upgrading manufacturing capacity. I'm actually seeing a few subsectors of manufacturing expand capacity to meet uh, rising export orders. And those have started to diminish quite considerably as the rest of the world struggles with their own economic fundamentals. So, so what happens to that? Yeah, carry on. Sorry. Yeah, um, no, I was wondering, you, you seem to be kind of sketching out here a critical state. How critical is it? Um, so in terms of the growth trajectory, I think maintaining these kinds of levels of growth for the next two quarters is reasonable to expect as they try and rejig their relationship with COVID. Um, and they'll do what they can to support the economy as best they can with the tools that they have at their disposal, which is vague. But the reality is that they are running out of road in some of their traditional levers, and they're very well aware of that. And I do think that the stimulus that they've done in 2020 and in 2022 have been something they, they didn't want to necessarily do, but felt compelled to do. And so there's a scenario where they have to do the same thing again next year, which obviously adds Kindle to um, potential financial instability later on down the road. Um, but you do have the benefit of having really positive GDP growth in the second quarter, something like 8% just because of base effects. And then what you'll see is in the second half of next year, these structural fundamental challenges reassert themselves and growth will probably drift much lower, somewhere around 3% by the end of this uh, end of next year. And, and that's really what investors need to become accustomed to. China's economic growth is going to be much, much slower. The party has delinked its legitimacy from trying to maintain fast growth. Mm. And the rest of the world just needs to sort of start to see China in a different light. Jeremy, thank you so much for being with us and sharing your perspective. Jeremy Stevens is chief China economist at Standard Bank, joining us here on DBA. The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Carter Economic Forum, powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com.